0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives
1: as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Psalm 116 where the psalmist loves the Lord for delivering him from the pains of death. What can he render to God for his mercy? He will pay his vows and offer thanksgiving. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Without a doubt, love is the greatest
0: motivation. We will do for love what we will never do from fear. No wonder Jesus said that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Now, while many psalms speak of praising God, in Psalm 116, the psalmist begins by saying that he loves the Lord and then he gives the reasons why. Psalm 116, I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications because he has inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call upon him as long as I live. I don't know of anything more beneficial and wonderful than to know when you have prayed a need and God has heard and answered. And clearly that brings forth joy, but even more importantly, the response of loving the Lord. And so the psalmist says, I will call on him as long as I live. Look, if the Lord hears our prayers and answers, then, of course, we're going to continue to call upon him. But blessed are we if we can love him even when he doesn't answer our prayers right away, knowing that he still knows what's best. The pains of death surrounded me, and the pangs of Sheol laid hold of me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I implore you, deliver my soul. So the pains of death surrounded me. We can only wonder what these were. But whatever they were, the psalmist felt that death was imminent. All he could see was trouble and sorrow around him. So what did he do? Again, he cried out to the Lord. And there's sort of a desperate tone to this. Oh, Lord, I implore you, deliver my soul. You know, sometimes it's not the length of our prayers. But it is the intensity and sometimes very brief prayers, I believe, are the most penetrating to heaven. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yes, our God is merciful. The Lord preserves the simple. I was brought low and he saved me. Return to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. So the psalmist pointing out just the attributes of God. He is gracious. He is righteous. He is merciful. Who is like him? And he preserves the simple. I am so glad because I'm a simple guy. That's why I call this simply the Bible. (laughs) I'm a simple guy. I simply want to just read the word and understand it. And as you just simply trust God, with childlike faith. God is faithful to look after you, to preserve you. Now, the psalmist said, I was brought low and he saved me. I think that if you've been around life for any length of time, there's going to be those times when you are low, when you're depressed, when people turn from you and where do you turn to? And sometimes you can't even eke out a prayer because you're so low. And yet. He said, the Lord saved me anyway. You know, he saves the simple. You don't have to have it all together. You just need to trust him even when you're going through those hard places. For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, therefore I spoke. I am greatly afflicted, I said in my haste, all men are liars. He says, you have delivered my soul from death and I will walk before the Lord. I think that that is the key to holy living. It's understanding that the Lord is with us. He's by our side. And I love the story of Enoch who walked with the Lord and then the Lord just took him, took him home to his place. And that's what I want to do. I want to just walk before the Lord, always conscious of his nearness. He said, I believed, therefore I spoke. And that's the reason to speak. You have faith, and therefore you speak in that faith, and you speak with confidence and conviction. The Apostle Paul quoted this verse in 2 Corinthians 4.13. Now he said, I am greatly afflicted, And I said in my haste, all men are liars. It's always a dangerous thing to speak out of haste, and especially when you're under affliction, because many times you will say things that are not true and you later regret. Here he came to the conclusion, all men are liars. Well, there are many liars in the world for sure, but they're not all liars. What shall I render to the Lord For all his benefits toward me, I will take up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all his people. So when you realize that God has been so gracious, so good to you, he's answered your prayers. The psalmist says, well, what can I render to him? What can I give back to the Lord? And he says, I will take up the cup of salvation. I think about when they came to Jesus and said, what must we do to do the works that God requires? And Jesus said, this is the work of God for you to believe in the one whom he has sent. That is taking up the cup of salvation. It's taking from the Lord the only means of our salvation, which is believing in Jesus Christ. And we can do that. Because Jesus himself took the cup from the father, the cup of suffering to go to the cross in order to give us that salvation. Now, the cup we have is a relatively easy thing to do to drink from the cup of faith in Jesus Christ. He said, I will call upon the name of the Lord. Of course, the Bible tells us that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved and I will pay my vows To the Lord. Those things we have promised the Lord, the commitments we have made, if you want to love God, follow through on them. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. O Lord, truly I am your servant. I am your servant, the son of your maidservant. You have loosed my bonds. I cannot come to this verse 15 without thinking of my dad. He passed away when I was 31 years old, and I was charged with the responsibility to to bury his body, which had to be transported from Sacramento to Portland, Oregon. And as I was on the flight to do his gravesite ceremony, the Lord made himself so clear to me on that flight. I will never forget how near his presence was and he spoke this verse to my heart precious in my sight is the death of my Saints and to me it it meant that God was concerned for every little detail when his people pass from this life and therefore I can never fear death because I know God will be there he will be there to usher me across the great divide he says I am your servant And you have loosed my bonds. Interesting. It's kind of an oxymoron. He is a free servant. He serves the Lord, but you'll never know the kind of freedom that you can have until you become the Lord's servant. And he loosens your bonds from sin and death. I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving. I will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord now in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of you, O Jerusalem, praise the Lord. And so we don't have the temple that they did. We don't have a place to go and offer the burnt offerings of an animal. But what we can do is we can offer the sacrifice of thanksgiving and. That comes up to the Lord as a fragrant aroma. And he finally says that in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of you, O Jerusalem, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And he ends the psalm there. Now, we come to Psalm 117. And this is the shortest psalm and the shortest chapter in the Bible. It is only two verses. Psalm 117, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, laud him, all you peoples, for his merciful kindness is great toward us. And the truth of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. That's it. That's the Psalm. It's interesting because in these two short verses, he packs quite a punch there in bringing the worship of the Lord to the nations, to the Gentiles. And so he calls all of the Gentiles, praise the Lord, you Gentiles. And this is the whole purpose of the church being missional today. It is to bring all of the nations to the place of worshiping God through the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Jews were charged with this. Of course, God told Abraham that he was making his covenant, With Abraham that through him and through his seed all of the nations would be blessed we know that Isaiah the prophet spoke of the Messiah coming who would be a light to the Gentiles and so here the psalmist is just speaking of this speaking of the the mission that the Jews had to bring the light of God to the nations and so here he, he is saying, laud him, praise him, worship him, all you peoples, for his merciful kindness is great toward us. This is a solid reason for the nations to give praise to God. All they have to do is look around. It's like what Paul said in his message on Mars Hill, that in God we live, we move, we have Our being. He is the creator. We see the evidence of Him all around. He is merciful to make the sun shine on us, the rain to fall down on us. He is kind. And the truth of the Lord endures forever. You know, in a world that is constantly changing, when the cultural mores of the society are constantly changing, when what is in vogue is changing and what is in what is out one thing that stays the same is the truth of god and his truth is absolute truth from generation to generation and where else can the nations go to find that therefore it is a great call to the nations to praise the lord
1: hallelujah please contact us through our website. Tomorrow we'll look at Psalm 118. This is the Hosanna Psalm because it was quoted by the people when Christ made his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. The stone the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.